This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. The path to getting everything you want starts by getting one thing at a time. One of the things that we've experienced just with working with people in our Living Your One Thing community and the events and inside the companies we go into is that you all want to make change, right? There are so many things that you want for your life. And when you view all the things that you need to do as things that are on your plate, it can be overwhelming. The opportunity is that when you start living the one thing, you learn to view those things as dominoes. And just like you did when you were a kid, you line them up and you simply look at the first one and you whack away at it until it falls. And if it's the correctly domino, what happens? That's right, they all fall. Everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. The secret to you on your journey to living the one thing is to think big, go small, and trust that the dominoes will fall. The person you are going to meet today has an amazing story. As you'll hear, he at one point in his life, back in 2012, he found himself weighing uh, about 300 pounds. So he was 100 pounds overweight, uh, had a drinking problem, had a gambling problem, a smoking problem. His marriage was on the brinks and it tr- took a true rock bottom moment for him to turn his life around. And we are gonna walk through how making so much change started with one simple thing. What we hope that you focus on is the F.M. Alexander quote that people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits. Their habits decide their futures. This is especially relevant because today, if you're listening to this on the day that it releases, we are launching a brand new 66-day challenge inside our Living Your One Thing community that this gentleman is a part of. Um, One of the things that we know is that the vast majority of you who have gone on a 66-day challenge have failed. And we know from the data from our Living Your One Thing community members on their last 66-day challenge, 78% of them succeeded. And the difference between failure and success was just a community to support them along the way. Today, you are going to hear a story of how one person completely transformed his life one habit at a time. If you'd like to join us on the 66-day challenge, you still have time. You can go to theonething.com slash habits. That's with the number one in the URL. That's theonething.com slash habits. We would encourage you to pause the episode and join us right now so you can get started. With that, let's get into this episode with Matt Plummer. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. 
Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Matt, I'm excited for this conversation today because your story is truly a story of thinking big, going small, and trusting that the dominoes will fall. Take us back to 2012. What was going on in your life at the time? I had a, uh, I had a stressful job. I was trading time for money. We, uh, we made, my wife and I, uh, at that point, we'd been married all of about 16 months. My, I had always fought weight. And I had reached my pinnacle, or you know, if you want to use another word, rock bottom moment, uh, where I was 300 pounds. I was an alcoholic, addictive sports gambler, and uh, smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, working endlessly and tirelessly to try to out-earn my spending. I know a lot of people um, talk about that rock bottom moment when you know you probably tell yourself for a long time that things are fine and you're not really dealing with the issue. What got you to that moment? It was simply an accumulation of decisions that, that, you know, it's the eating, you know, going out and eating the wrong food at the wrong times and, and quantities combined with, you know, Sports gambling and losing—that turns to drinking. That turns to, you know, re- you know, toxic relationships. That simply just, you know, has the the elbow curve going in the wrong direction. What was the straw that broke the camel's back for you? I'll never forget it, Jeff. Um, and my wife and I were in counseling at the time. We were having conversations with, with people just to, you know, obviously work on ourselves and make us better. And I'll never forget the moment when my counselor asked me if I wanted to stop drinking and wanted to stop, you know, wanted to stop the stuff. And I frankly said no. And he said, well, Matt, you've got 12 months or you're going to be dead, divorced, in jail or broke. And as I'm sitting there on the couch at 293 pounds, I can't get comfortable and I can't fit on the couch. And that was the moment that I knew that I had to change as my wife sitting on the other side in tears and I don't fit on the couch. That was the moment where I knew I had to make a change or there wasn't going to be, there wasn't going to be a a 2013. Hmm. I can only imagine being in that moment. I mean, so many people listening to this have struggled with wanting to lose weight, wanting to make a change, and yet they don't realize they've unconsciously formed habits that make that extremely challenging. What did you start doing? So the uh, earlier that year, my friends and I had actually, there was a five of us that started a weight loss. Uh, we lost, we, it was a weight loss bet, weight loss challenge. And, uh, you had to pay in if you didn't hit your certain numbers and I wasn't going to hit my certain number for the first quarter. Uh, so it was, I had to, I had to essentially buy in and, um, that pain of, you know, what I went through, what I just mentioned, plus that paying of the money, um, that got me into action 
And uh, I just did a little research online. I found a, uh, a health and fitness company online. And I simply said, where can I start? Because I had lost weight in the past and I've gained weight. I mean, I probably lost and gained 20 pounds a dozen times. And uh, so I found a meal replacement sh- uh, company that had an online presence. And I simply drank a meal replacement shake instead of going to McDonald's um, every single day. And that's the, that was the, the lead domino that, uh, that helped start a uh, fairly significant domino run over the next decade. So take, fast forward a year. What does life look like? We're in 2013. Yeah. So actually, um, in 11 months later, I lost 100 pounds. I uh, had become sober. I had stopped sports betting. And I was almost at the point where I was uh, not smoking any cigarettes at all. Hmm. That's pretty remarkable considering where you were in 11 months. If you told me in 11 months you lost 100 pounds, that's impressive on its own. But to say that you also stopped drinking, to say that you also stopped gambling, to say that you also almost completely quit smoking, how did that all happen in such a short period of time? You know, when you align the right dominoes and you and you 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 start so small which i did and you trust that the dominoes fall and you stack up the habits and you align all of your so-called challenges right the things that you want and you kind of work backwards and say this is where i want to be how do i get there and they all fed off of each other i think that's something that uh that helped me was they all fed off one of another. You know, I was overweight. I would go to the bar. I would drink. I would place bets. I would go to McDonald's. I would go home. And so when that is your routine and one of the, one of the chips starts falling, right? If I'm not eating at McDonald's on both ends of the day um, and I'm drinking a meal replacement shake and then I go to the bar to drink water and then I don't place as many bets, I aligned the right dominoes and they all started to fall. So you fast forward, you've, you've lost 100 pounds, you've stopped drinking, you've stopped gambling, you've basically quit smoking. Yet here you are finding yourself dealing with another massive challenge. What was that? So while everything was great, we quickly found out that our lifestyle have had and was exceeding our income. And as we make the turn and we start focusing on the new year, we quickly realized that we were $551,000 in debt. Did, did you know that you were in debt or was it that you, did you finally just check? How, did, how does that happen? Well, so for us, you know, so much of it was lifestyle. And, you know, it was a house, it was a couple of cars, it was a couple of vacation properties. And, you know, we were selling widgets that allowed us to um, afford the payment. And, you know, we just, we were, we were in that, we were in that cycle. If we could afford the payment, we would buy it. Mm, Without realizing that you're actually accumulating a massive amount of debt. Yep. Yeah. So, You've, you've overcome some pretty big challenges before. What ahas did you have on what you had co- accomplished over the last 12 months that you were able to then apply to your debt reduction journey? 
So when you stare $551,000 in debt in the face, it is overwhelming. You know, what I realized with my weight loss journey, you know, losing 100 pounds, I didn't focus on the 100 pounds. I focused on losing 10 pounds 10 times. And so with breaking down the debt, um, a majority of it, some of it was with the house, but we had over $220,000 of consumer debt. Mm. And so we had to, one, we had to identify how much more we were spending versus earning. And we had to address that first to create the Delta so we could now attack the debt. Mm -hmm. You've said this word a few times, we. It's not like you just went at this on your own. How in the world did you go about getting aligned with your wife through this process? You know, Melinda, she has been there for so long. I mean, we've, we've been together now 20 plus years as a, as a couple. And with her, you know, with her faith and with her trust in, in our relationship, um, she went on her own uh, physical transformation. And, you know, I think the, the, the best thing that we did was we did not blame each other when it came to whose fault it was that, you know, we went shopping on Amazon and then we went shopping at BMW and then we went shopping at Timeshare USA. Like we just admitted to the, that we had made mistakes and that we were going to get through it together. Did that come natural to you or did you have to work at that? You know, for us, it did come a little natural. Um, what was not natural was the logistics of how we were going to do it. Um, for so long, we didn't tell each other no. It was just yes, yes, yes. And um, there was some, there was definitely some, a little bit of conflict. However, uh, I would say three, four, five months into uh, into the journey, uh, we both got on the on the same page pretty quickly. Hmm. Yeah. So walk us through. I mean, you talk about losing weight ten pounds at a time, ten times. Walk us through how you actually attacked the debt. So. Without getting too granular, you know, we looked at where could we make some some big uh, chess moves in our in our house in our in our household budget and in our you know what could we sell, right? So where were we overspending that we could easily sell? How could we increase our income? And um, what could we you know negotiate our way out of? And it was a combination of all three of those first ninety days, uh, and then. You know, unfortunately, my dad passed away uh, at the uh, at the age of sixty, and we had a little bit of uh, life insurance money, about twenty five or thirty thousand dollars. And because we had gone through the the first ninety day push um, of budgeting, of building the right habits, uh, when that check came in, although it was representation of my dad passing away. Uh, I knew exactly what I was called to do with that money. And so uh, when that check hit the bank account, we just simply started writing checks. We got ahead of it. It was the thing that created the biggest delta for us. Uh, and then we just uh, we just grabbed a hold of it and launched from there and um, created a, a three $4,000 a month snowball. And um, you know, at that point, it was just mathematics. Just a matter of time. How long did it take you to, to clear the 551000 so we ended up selling a house 
Um, so the house was about 300 of that. Um, we ended up selling a house. It was, uh, it was just time. It's not part of a, a plan. It was just part of our plan. It took a total of 40 months from start to finish. You think about it. I mean, I'm imagining if if I woke up with $551,000 in debt, if you told me that in less than five years, it would be gone, it's hard to imagine. Yet here you are, in less than five years, you went from being 100 pounds overweight, having a drinking problem, gambling problem, smoking addiction, um, disconnected with your wife, $551,000 in debt to losing 100 pounds, stopping drinking, no more gambling, no more smoking, connected with your wife, and, and shedding the debt. Jeff, it's the ultimate freedom knowing that you're in great health, you have a deficit of spending versus earnings, you, have, you don't owe anybody any money, and you're simply a few more chess moves away from having the ultimate life that you can do anything that you want when you've removed so many of the big stressors in life, the weight, the debt, and you've improved the biggest key relationship you can have, it changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've been seeing your engagement in the Living Your One Thing community for how long have you been a member now? Two and a half years. Yeah. So I'm curious because you've been living the one thing for a while now. Reflecting back on everything that you have had to tackle, how has the one thing supported you on your journey? The best thing that I know of inside of the community, like the, the number one thing that I love is there's always somebody that's a few chapters ahead that's willing to pour into you or willing to make a post or willing to shoot a video or willing to come on a podcast that simply just gives you that clarity and that helps paint that picture and that vision that you're on the right track. They're just on domino 16, 18, 32, 56, whatever it is. And they've cleared the path that you're running on their expressway instead of trying to go through the forest yourself. Mm. Can you think of moments where you realized you were standing in the forest, you weren't clear on the next step, and somebody in the community was able to reach back, grab your hand, and help pull you through? You know, I look at you know some of the podcasts, Chris Suarez's podcast, Abe Shreve's podcast, Keith Cunningham's podcast, that they didn't personally reach back. However, just that exposure in that community of the ability that knowing that the information's there, the the events, like the the people in the community at the live events, you know, is so important uh, because you you're meeting people that aren't in your industry, that aren't purposefully engaged in the, you know, in the Facebook page. Because they have different things. However, when you go to these events once, two, three times a year, uh, it makes all the difference in the world. Mm. Say more about that. Well, I look at um, you know my very first event 
that I went to uh, of the one thing was, I believe, the summer of 20, 2018. And then uh, I went um, in the fall of 2018, I believe. And so when it comes to getting the, it's one thing to read the book. It's another thing to read the podcast or listen to the podcast. And it's another thing to actually go to the event and be is surrounded live with 100 and 200 other business owners and support staff that are all struggling and thriving in their businesses. However, you have that common language and the people are just so eager and so open to, uh, to help you. Um, mm. I, I, think it's, I think it's completely ironic that, uh, and I'll never forget this, Jeff, one of the things that was struggling and holding me back at our very first event that I went to in summer of 18 is the thing that I'm doing now full-time as a business owner. What, what changed everything for you? I went all the way out and I saw where I wanted to go. And for so long, I was looking at the present and, and looking into the future. And I never went all the way out. I didn't mm. go five years out. I didn't go 10 years out. And when I went all the way out to 10 years of what I want and what Melinda and I want, and I worked myself back and I goal sat to the now, I saw that the thing I was doing and the widget I was creating at the time wasn't going to be the thing that even got me close to five years, let alone where I wanted someday from now. Oh, it's so good, dude. I remember this. I remember you sharing an aha at the event. This is coming full circle for me right now, which is really cool. And what, what Matt is sharing for you who's listening to this, um, the reason that we follow a process like goal setting to the now is because when, when you just set your goals looking forward, all you're thinking about is, okay, this is where I am today. And you're asking, well, what can I possibly accomplish this year? And you're asking questions that automatically impose a ceiling over what's possible for you. Because you're thinking about what you can do, what your comfort zone is, uh, what your skill set is. And it's, it's just about what you think you can do. It's a doable goal. And that's not, frankly, where extraordinary results lie. But when you go through a process where you're asked to cast a vision for the future about what extraordinary looks like, you go into this state of curiosity where you genuinely ask, like, remove all ifs, ands, buts, limiting beliefs. What does extraordinary look like for me? And when you cast that vision and then imagine looking back on your life and say, well, great, where would I have to be five years from now to feel like I'm on track for that someday? And once you have that, great, where do I need to be by the end of this year to be on track for the five? Suddenly, you can actually see a path to getting there. And so Matt, what I'm hearing you say is in 2018, you're just looking forward and you, you learn how to goal set to the now. And you fast forward less than two years and the full transformation has happened. Yeah. I mean, if you look at where, where I was in 2018, I had just paid off all the debt and we were looking at that how can we increase our income through that? How could we increase our income and looking at it through that lens? And I couldn't see past it. However, after going and putting a few victories on the board, 
had the courage to look look out and goal set to the now. Mm-hmm. When you reflect on your journey, you said the word habits so many times. What have been some of the keystone habits that you formed that made everything else easier or unnecessary? When we look at finances, fitness, and time, the commonality between all of them is if you do something, it's too late. If you are trying to lose weight and you want to track what you eat, if you track it after you've eaten the food, it's too late. Hmm. So putting the food into my fitness pal before you eat it changes everything when it comes to your physical transformation. And when you do the exact same thing with your money, before it hits your bank account, majority of the people listening to this podcast know how much they're going to make the next month. They may not know what they're going to make the following year, but they know what they're going to make the next month. And so if they can plan that money before it even hits the bank account and tell every dollar what to do and give it a job before it hits the bank account, you're going to win. And when it comes to time, when you time block your time off and you time block your planning time and you time block your one thing, when you tell your time what to do and what you're going to do in that time before it happens, you're setting yourself up for victory. Hey folks, we hope you are enjoying this episode with Matt Plummer. We wanted to let you know that in just a few weeks, we will be kicking off a brand new 66-day challenge inside our Living Your One Thing community. Now, while everybody can choose to go on a 66-day challenge by themselves, what we know from the research we've done is that most people actually fail when they try to do it by themselves. And our Living Your One Thing community is a group of people that are dedicated to living this at the highest level and doing it with the support of a community behind them. These are people who are not looking just to get, but they are looking to give. They are looking to lock arms with like-minded people and achieve something extraordinary. In fact, 78% of our community members who just did a 66-day challenge with us actually succeeded in doing the 66 days. That is mind-blowing if you have ever gone on a 66-day challenge. And in this episode, we wanted to spotlight one of our community members, Evan Oslick. We know how challenging it can be to string together 66 days of doing one thing consistently. It's very tough. And there are so many limiting beliefs that pop into your mind. And Evan shared with us recently that you know the value that he has gotten is that there has always been at least one person who is able to answer any question provided and, and offer some meaningful support. In fact, just recently, he was having some doubts and some struggles as he was going on his community. And he, he asked for help and another member raised their hand and they got on the phone and it was he shared how helpful it was to be able to actually have the discussion with somebody who was in issues, who understood the position that he was in and it helped him move forward with so much more confidence. Folks, you are one habit away from something extraordinary. 
question is, if no one succeeds alone, why try to? We hope that you will join us on our next 66-day challenge. Start by taking a few minutes. Go to theonething.com slash habits. That's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com slash habits, and join us. So what I'm hearing you say, Matt, is that since 2012, really, you've learned how to set a goal. And based on that goal, you allowed it to tell you how to be appropriate in the moment. It's not like you went through the day reacting. You had a vision. That vision informed your behavior and you acted so that you would be in alignment with the person you wanted to become. And I identified the right priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's, it's Everything you just shared was about having a plan versus reacting. Because I've, I've been there. My wife and I on, on Sundays will sit down and do a family meeting and we look at our 411s and we look at our budget. And, and so much of it, if we're being honest right now, is we say where our money is going to go for the week and then immediately the plan does not go according to plan and we're in reactionary mode for the rest of the week. So what advice would you give to somebody who, whether it's weight loss, whether it's finances, what's one thing they can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? One of the easiest things to do because it's so hard to go from this is where we're going to go and then react is the majority of people are using credit versus debit. And I always suggest when you can make that small shift of just using cash or a debit card in front of a, instead of a credit card, you're now using present dollars versus future dollars. Combining that with looking at where my money's going every single day and did, did that follow the plan with my budget? That's the lead domino that can make everything else easier or unnecessary. So I'm hearing when it comes to finances, um, for a lot of people, they're, you're using credit cards and there's just no limit. And if you use the checking, because there's only so much money that's in there, um, it's, it's automatically going to make you more aware of it. And when you start doing that, it then sets you up to actually see how am I doing against my plan. Yeah. And you said, you said a key word there, awareness. And we have a mutual friend that, that said awareness, is, you know, it's over 50% of everything is, is awareness and it does the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. When it comes to finances, when you be, when you make that decision and then become intentional, those are the three steps to creating any type of a financial or physical transformation. Yeah. What about for that person who wants to go on a journey to to losing weight? What's the habit that you found that that could really bring value to them? There's so many ways to lose weight when it comes to the different fads, the different diets, the different lifestyles. However, there's only one way to truly lose weight and that is have a caloric deficit. Hmm. And so when you can find the right product or 
food that will allow you to create the caloric deficit, the right product, the right food, or the right lifestyle, whether it's plant-based or keto or whatever. If you can find that meal replacement shake or you can stop eating at 7 p.m., i.e. intermittent fasting, one of those small things that can be such a simple lead domino that will start a run that can transform your life forever. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Looking back on your journey, Matt, knowing where you are today, if you had a chance to sit down with 2012, Matt, the day before the counseling session, what would you tell yourself? That there's going to be there's going to be days that all of this is going to be hard and it's going to be overwhelming. And doing the right thing, doing the same thing that's getting you the small results, it's going to work. And you're going to win. Yeah, I love that. I um recently on my journey, it's 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 been amazing once I've when you're on this side of the mic and when you're a practice leader of it, <clears throat> you, you just you have to live it, right? So this idea of thinking big, going small, and trusting that the dominoes will fall. I'm finally at that point in my journey where I really, truly in my bones believe it. For, for years, it was a nice thought and just said, okay, Jeff, trust the process, trust the process. But now I've, just, I've seen enough evidence in my own life and then just talking to other people who have been in the community to know that it really is true. The, the path to getting everything you want <laughs> is to get one thing at a time. But you have to think big. You have to go small. So small that it's that two-inch little domino that you're like... You discount it because it's so small. You're like effortlessly. If you flick your finger, it falls. And you, you discount that it will actually make an impact in your life because you're just looking at that one domino in isolation. Yet you're not connecting that how that one domino will knock down the next, which will knock down the next, which will knock down the next. And it compounds over time to the point that it is massive. And it all starts with one thing. Matt, I, I want to thank you for a few things. First and foremost, for coming onto the show and, and sharing your journey because I know that whether it be weight loss, whether it be debt, whether it be getting on the same page with your significant other, I mean, these are real challenges that people struggle with. And, and most of all, I just want to thank you for being a practice leader, for being in the community the last two and a half years, for engaging the way that you've engaged, for showing up the way that you have on all the group coaching calls and events and just it's um, you people like you are the reason that we do that this company exists so thank you for for being evidence of what this looks like well i uh, i appreciate that thank you jeff you know it's 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 fun to be a part of something when the leadership makes it so easy and uh, there's so much value as i've seen with the you know the last thirty months of being a part of this community, it's only getting better. This is simply the you know this is probably the the fifth or sixth or maybe the eighteenth domino of of, of your all's journey, and it is uh, it is an honor and a privilege to to be an active community 
uh, member and uh, someone that that looks forward to our group coaching calls, our events, uh, and uh, and every Monday when the podcast drops. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I, I'm curious, what what's your next habit going to be that you're going to form when we kick off the next challenge in a few weeks? So uh, there are some things that have you know kind of slipped into my world that that I'm not happy with, and so I'm I'm going to take a uh, a page out of your playbook and simply focus on uh, my priorities versus other people's priorities. Just that that first five minutes of the day, just to take that first quick glance. Uh, make sure my head's right and uh, and continue. So you, just make you, sure my priorities are uh, are ahead of everyone else's. Is that is it the check your four one one before you check your email? Yeah, yeah, baby, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, good luck. Well, there you have it. Our conversation with Matt Plummer. I remember being in a room with Gary Keller, and he shared. You're never more than five years away from the life that you truly want to be living. And when you look forward and imagine five years, it can seem so distant. It doesn't seem real. Yet the truth is, most of us have things in our life that we desperately want to change. And the truth is, if we went back five years, we wanted to change it back then too. And the reason that that challenge still exists in our life is because there was one thing that we did not start doing. That had we done it, everything else would have been easier or unnecessary. We hope that this episode will inspire you to realize that whatever you are struggling with, whether it's weight, whether it's addiction, whether it is finances, whether it's connection, whatever it may be, you're one habit away. You are one habit away from achieving something truly extraordinary. The question is, will today be the day that you do something different? That you make a commitment to doing one thing That's so small. It's a two-inch domino. Effortlessly, with the flick of a finger, it will fall. And go on a 66-day challenge to making that one thing a habit that sticks. If you would like to do it with the support of a community designed to increase your odds of success, go to theonething.com slash habits. At the time of this release, we are kicking off that new challenge today, right now. Will you join us? We would love to welcome you into the community and support you in making a habit that can truly decide your future. If this episode has brought value to you, please leave us a rating and review on your podcast player of choice. And if you are new to The One Thing, welcome. Click the subscribe button so all future episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device of choice. Thanks so much for investing your time with us. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. We look forward to being with you in the next episode.